This week's episode of All God's Women is a little different. We usually focus on one woman or a couple related women, but this week we look at the 10 women mentioned by Paul in the 16th chapter of Romans. Hi, and welcome to All God's Women. I'm Sharon Wilharm, your host for the show, and I'm excited to take you on a journey through the Bible, one woman at a time. We look at women you've heard about all your life and women you've never heard of. Each has a story to tell, and I love sharing them. Together, we discover life lessons we can take away from each of these ancient women and apply them to our modern-day lives. Join us each week for the latest episode of All God's Women. What a contrast we have from the Royal Sisters of last week to this week's saintly sisters in Christ. Now, you may wonder why we would call them saints. We tend to think of saints as being individuals who are as close as perfect as they can be. In fact, the word Paul uses in Romans 1-7 for the saints in Rome actually means set apart for God, holy, or sacred. That term could be used to describe any Christian living a righteous life. It's a designation that could be used for you or me. We meet the Roman ladies in the last chapter of Romans. Paul wrote this long letter to the Christians in Rome and then closed it with personal greetings to various individuals, including ten women. It's interesting that Paul had yet to visit the church in Rome, but he knew so many Christians who were serving there. He begins by introducing Phoebe. Now, unlike the others, Phoebe is not a member of the Roman church. She's the messenger who delivered the letter to them. This was a very important mission in that she was representing Paul to the church. Though Paul has a reputation for being anti-women, his writings and actions prove otherwise. Paul entrusted a woman to deliver his message to the church. This was more than merely being a postal carrier. Some suggest that she would have been the one to read aloud the letter and present it to the church. So who was this woman tasked with such an important assignment? Phoebe was a Greek Christian from the city of Centria, a seaport town known for its wicked reputation. She's the only Christian woman we know from there, but Paul must have established a church since he references her as being a deaconess at that church. The word used for deaconess means servant, attendant, church leader, or pastor. You'll recall the early deacons were called to provide for and serve the widows and the poor. She was a church servant. Considering how far she had to travel to deliver a letter from Corinth, Greece, where Paul was, to the Church of Rome, she would have had to have been a woman of wealth and independence. Paul told the church to assist her in whatever business she had need of, so perhaps she was a businesswoman who had to travel to Rome and volunteered to deliver Paul's letter. One commentator suggested she could have had legal business to attend to there. Whatever it was that brought her to Rome, she came with Paul's endorsement, letting the church members know that she had been a great help to him and others, so he was asking them 
to help her if needed. The word he used to describe her can mean benefactor, guardian, or patroness. Perhaps she had provided legal or financial aid to him. Once he finished introducing Phoebe, he launched into greetings to individual members of the Roman Church. Nine of the twenty-something were women. Paul opens with Priscilla and Aquila. You'll recall he met them in Corinth where they had immigrated when Claudius ordered all Jews to leave Rome. Then, when Paul headed on his missionary journey to Ephesus, they went with him and started a home church there. Now we learn that they had returned to Rome, starting a church in their home. Next is Mary. We met her in the episode on the other Marys. All we know about her is that she labored much. Junia, mentioned in 16 verse 7, is a little controversial. Junia is a feminine name, but Paul says of her and Andronicus that they were his countrymen and fellow prisoners who are of note among the apostles who also were in Christ before me. Many commentators say that Junia is supposed to be Junius, a male name, but if we believe that it was a woman, then she was most likely the wife or sister of Adronicus. By countrymen, this would mean fellow Jews, or perhaps even closer relatives. Fellow prisoners? No one is sure exactly what this means. Were they imprisoned with Paul at some point? Apparently. Of note among the apostles. This is particularly confusing and controversial. They obviously were not part of the original twelve, so what does Paul mean? It could have meant that they were included among those who had personally seen the Lord, or maybe they were just well respected by the apostles. No one knows exactly who Junia was, but we can tell from Paul's greeting that she was someone who had suffered for her faith and stood firm. The next women mentioned are Tryphena and Tryphosa, thought to be twin sisters. Their Roman names mean luxurious. They were likely from an upper-class family used to living an easy life. And yet Paul tells us that they worked hard for the Lord. In other words, they rejected their standing in life in order to become a servant. What a beautiful testimony. In the same verse with the sisters is a greeting to Persis, who also had worked hard for the Lord. While Tryphena and Tryphosa were currently working hard, Persis had worked hard in the past. Paul referred to her as Beloved Persis. Her name means to take by storm. Perhaps she was an older woman who had worked hard and now was a senior saint encouraging the younger generation. In verse 13, Paul greets Rufus and his mother. Rufus is thought to be the son of Simon, the man who carried Jesus' cross. If so, this unnamed woman would be Simon's wife. Paul points out that Rufus's mother had been like a mother to him. Since Paul rejected his upbringing when he chose to follow the way, his family would have likely rejected him. Having a woman to treat him with motherly kindness would have been such a blessing to this man of God. In verse 15, Paul calls out Julia, 
Hers is a slave name thought to be a member of the royal household. Finally, Paul greets Nurus and his sister and all the saints who are with them. I always ask myself, why is this person mentioned in the Bible? Why does the author name her or not name her? Why is this woman singled out? I love this seemingly random listing of men and women greeted in Romans 16. It's a mix of Jews and Gentiles, wealthy and poor, young and old, male and female, all working together for the glory of the Lord. Though we each have a different life to live with different callings and different giftings, He can use each of us for His work. When I read passages like this, I always wonder what it would be like to be one of those individuals called out for their labors. The thing is, none of those women expected to be rewarded. None of them were doing good deeds in order to be recognized by others. No, they were quietly doing what God had called them to do, expecting nothing in return. But imagine how encouraging it was for these women to hear from Paul letting them know that their work was not in vain. He appreciated all they were doing. So often we allow ourselves to get discouraged when we do good work and no one seems to care. It's easy to want to quit because we think it doesn't matter. But it does. Even if no one else ever says a word, God sees what you're doing and he appreciates you. I challenge you to be like Paul, letting those around you know that you see them and appreciate them. Be a blessing by letting others know how much they've blessed you. You never know the impact a few kind words can make. Lord God, we thank you so much for the individuals you've brought into our life who bless us through their hard work and kindness. Thank you for saintly sisters who are there for us in time of need. Open our eyes to those around us who are working in the shadows and may need words of encouragement. Use us to be a blessing to others. Forgive us those times we get caught up in ourselves and lose sight of why we do what we do. Draw us near to you. We love you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. That concludes today's episode of All God's Women. Tune in next week when we look at Yodius and Syntec, two women at odds with each other. I challenge you this week to be an encourager. Reach out to women who have ministered to you and blessed you. Let them know how much you appreciate them. We're all workers together, and we need the support of our fellow sisters in Christ. Be a blessing today to a fellow believer. Until next week, goodbye.
If you enjoy listening to All God's Women podcast and radio show, you're going to love my brand new Women of Prayer Bible study. Get to know the character of God by studying the prayers of women in the Bible. Grab your copy today, available in paperback and Kindle.